Greetings from the satellite of Buzz, high above the Earth. We've got two great episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000 to talk about. We got Jane Mansfield. We got Hercules. We have a giant Asian lizard, but not that giant Asian lizard. And also, we've got Movie Sign. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Are Welcome to the Mystery Science Theater 3000 After Show. Yes, that's right. Even slow by Pearl Jam, one of my favorite running jokes through the course of the first episode. 1108, the many loves of Hercules. Hercules, you get around for a guy with little nipples. I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, joined, as always... By the one man that I trust my life to his clemency, oh. Andrew Mena. Oh, at Andrew Mena. Thank you, guys. I'm Andrew Mena. You can find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Mena, on Instagram at TheAndrewMena, or if you Google me, I also am able to be found that way. And, very important, the show has a Twitter, at MST3KABTV. It's true. We have a Yum Yum Dozen worth of followers, which Delicious. is a bit of a local reference, but... If you go to Yum Yum Donuts, you get 14 donuts. That's so one many more than, than a baker's dozen. Yeah. It's even one more than a baker's dozen. I like dozen. that. So please follow us there. Uh, tidying up some business from last week. Business. Laura Bagnell writes, What? H.R. Geiger was not related to the Geiger counter. Geiger was a Swiss artist who did the art for the movie Alien. His work was very surreal and organic, not to mention erotic. Erotic. Interesting mm. that that's what you think of when you think of the movie Alien. I mean... I mean, there are I some, see there's what, certainly I see some moments. what they mean. But, uh, so, what did I say last week? I was like, oh, I didn't need to look that one up. I guess I did. I guess so, you did. Shame on me. But, before Andrew and I really go into a full-fledged shame spiral, here's a nice one. From G-Monster TV, at G-Monster 320, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks for sharing the pop culture references, pop culture references too. So... Thanks, G Monster TV. Which I wonder if he's a G Monster. Did he enjoy our second movie? Mm. A little bit more, but we can't talk about the second movie Not until yet. we talk about the first. The movie. first movie, the loves of Hercules. I don't mm. know if it's the loves or the many loves. I think that uh, you know. I, I think well, I, there's something uh, going on about uh, microphone uh, tips from the booth, but uh, I sound good now, and that's the key. Thank you, Jason Blair. Jason Blair is uh, always ready to go. We, Thank you, Jason. we might have to uh, Skype with you in a, a certain a certain upcoming episode. By the way, our friend Jason Blair in the chat turned 40 years old yesterday. Oh, so welcome birthday, to the Old Jason. Man Club. We'd celebrate, but we nap a lot now. We, we really, really do. In Congratulations case, on surviving this long. This movie about Hercules starts off... Well, we'll talk about some of the uh, the host stuff, but the movie itself has Jane Mansfield. Yes. Hot. Mickey Hargitay. She is. You know what? And honestly, this is my first Jane, Jane Mansfield experience. Well, her husband, Mickey Hargitay, plays Hercules. That was... Okay. Okay, great. And that's how we know he has such small nipples. But do you know... Who their child is? No, Mariska Hargitay from Law and Order SVU. No, yes, as a I do, of fact. I do. Okay, so yeah. I do know that. And so That's because awesome. I used to work on that show, I have met Mickey Hargitay. Had I known that he had been Hercules in one fairly poorly received, badly done Hercules movie, I would have said, "Love that Hercules" or yeah. something. You know, yes, banter. I'm I good get at that. that. Yeah, you understand. Anybody who's you know watching the show understands. Also, you're gonna have to. 
talk to me later about Mariska Hargitay's phone number. Oh, um, I can I can tell you a lot about her. Okay, uh, great. But she was somebody that I actually very liked. She's I liked very much. She's, She's very nice. So you know what that means? That means that our friend here at AfterBuzz, Yael Teagle, she should watch this movie because yes. without this movie, there might be no Mariska Hargitay. Yell, she does the SVU. we're calling you out. Yeah. She does the SVU uh, after show, and when she found out I worked there, I ended up in a about forty minute conversation about nice. uh, the show. So, uh, but I always love to have Steve talk to her. But we're here to talk to people about the show. So before we dive into the movie, though, yes. let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the the some, fun things the we got. Uh, there was a, a cute little thing about binging the TV series Wings. Yes. And, uh, you know. Where's Paul McCartney? Yeah, right, exactly. I appreciated that. uh, Anytime that you can get an Amy Yazbeck shout out, that's going to do me right. And, yeah. I, uh, yeah, all of those references, the like fair Not a good show, by the way. Nope. Not a great show, uh, Wings. (laughs) But, like many shows in the 80s and 90s, you didn't have to be good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to go into syndication caroline in the city becker you know it really doesn't does not take a lot full house yeah i know boo but come on it's not good hey hey he's just saying what we're all feeling (laughs) this show is about feelings yeah Uh, this show's about raw emotion yes exactly (laughs) this is not for the faint of heart okay so uh we get an invention exchange with the fry turkey dunk tank dunk tank which Which, i'm on board for I actually kind of on is I'm I'm on Jonah's side. If it's too anthropomorphic, it oh, makes me a little yeah. sad. No, no. I mean, I'm on board until the actual. He's like, well, what if he insults you? <laughs> no, that makes it worse. No, it's worse. Why yeah. would I want? He's a talking turkey yeah. now. It's even sadder. If it's but sad. I have never fried a turkey, but I know those <laughs> who have, and you know, there's a lot of concern and there's potential fire hazards. Sure. This is one of the more practical uses for an invention exchange invention I've seen on Mr. Science Theater 3000. Yeah. In the, what, 206 episodes or however many it's been. So, uh, but there's a lot of, we said the show's about feelings. There's a lot of feelings tied up in the poor turkey. That's true. But just think about how delicious he would be. He would probably be so good. Yeah. But still. Yeah. His well, little feelings. He'll insult you in his, old, his own way after you eat him. And then uh, King and Max had the Mexican jumping bean bag. bag. <laughs> jumping chair. bean bag chair. Yeah, I yeah. put the paws in exactly the wrong place. And, uh, of course, oh, Max, you killed the moth larva. But uh, we had some other fun host segments. We had the uh, people throwing court with some catapults. The people's throwing court. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was fun. And I like when they do little skits about the movie. So they kind of argue about Hercules and that hunting for monsters is kind of an antiquated point of view. <laughs> what I liked here was a throwaway joke. Habitat for Hydranity. Oh, I wrote that down too. Yeah. I really liked that, that one. I'm right there. It was there. very funny. Yeah. So, and we get another one where they're uh, dressed up like girls, and we meet M. Waverly, uh, who is a new robot friend that uh, oh, they that... are very clear. You can't Raven Simone us. No, you, yeah. And there's a great reference to uh, Jonah. It's like, isn't there a new enough stuff around here, Fresh Fish? So I thought that was funny. And I was just like, I'm like, wait, what? Did, did I forget about this character? I'm like, no, that character was created just for that bit. Oh, yeah, to, and, be, to be murdered. Yeah. 
But kind of brutally. Brutally, yeah. We get yeah. his arm. Which, by the way, if you like brutal murder, stay tuned stay for tuned. the second movie where we, when we talk about that. So, anyway, uh, did you have any thoughts about anything from the uh, the host segments of the show before we dive into Hercules, which sounds dirtier than it is? I thought they were actually really fun and light, and, like, comparatively of the next section. I think that this uh, this one, they kind of, like, were a little lighter on yeah. the host segments, and I think they kind of let the movie do a lot of the kind of well, heavy lifting. I was going to say, you have Hercules, and oh, yeah. the only thing you, you can do... do the only thing he can do is, is lift heavy, heavy things, so yep. you might as well let him yep. do it. Uh, yeah, not the best Hercules. No, no, but very enjoyable to watch, especially with these guys. Yes, I think watching this movie without them would have been uh, a little bit less fun because, let's just put it very bluntly, cover your ears, kids, we don't really get a good look at Jane's Mansfields. So I, I, no, why is don't. she in the movie if we don't? But uh, yeah, but. You know, I a think lot of high collars, a lot of very, very high collars. So I don't know. I thought that uh, it, it was a, it was a fun romp. But sorry, Mickey Hargitay, you're no Kevin Sorbo. I mean, and he's definitely no Steve Reeves. But anyway, so there are a, a lot of uh, good jokes throughout. A running joke that I really liked yes. was any time that someone said "speak" and they would they go would, Arf. Oof. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that down and too. That, that's one of my favorites. Dumb jokes like that. They, they get me every time. And I'm hoping that they do it again in a later movie, you know? So, uh, and then another dumb joke that I loved, and I bolded this one because I'm like, oh, if I don't say this on the show, I'm going to be mad. The pen is mightier than the fjord. Yep. Oh, I love no, that. I knew you would write that one down. I heard that one. I groaned, and I said, I'm not going to write I, that I, one down. I, I, Christian, I don't, I don't need to. And we had a, uh, we had a great throwaway line that was a callback to a classic MST3K episode, uh, from Tor Johnson, who people might know from Plan 9 from Outer Space. He was in a movie called The Corpse Vanishes, and he says, Time for go to bed. And he, so they throw that in when somebody who is bald and dumb looking has that face, basically. Uh, and uh, Jason Blair says that the ARF was funny like bang in Cry Wilderness. Yes, I definitely yes, agree yeah, it was that. the same thing where they just kept peppering it in at the perfect point. I totally yeah, agree. Absolutely. Uh, there, Jason has a lot of comments in the chat, and there's one of them that I can't quite read because he's oh, it's the one somewhere. where he's he's uh, I can I read it while you were you speaking. Read, you can read um, things in the past. <laughs> I read Look the past. Look into your magic cauldron, um, my friend. And he he was mentioning that uh, when Patton the, the uh, TV oh, son of, TV son it. of TV Franks yes uh, mentions that the. Uh, uh, the Satellite of Love hosts the Mystery Science Theater and then says, oh, that's been its name the whole time. Who knew? <laughs> that was really fun. That I was totally fun. totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, I knew he had uh, he had messaged me that he really enjoyed one of those interstitials. And um, for the most part, you know, they're kind of, there's not much to them, but sometimes they're actually very funny because it's like drive-by comedy. They only have a few <laughs> seconds and definitely the... And there the, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what were some of the, the things that stood out in this movie for you? I, I've got some more, but... Uh, Gosh, I have so many because I just, I thought it was so much fun. This is a really fun, silly movie. But one of my favorite ones was right at the top and they were like Man of La Manca. I oh, thought that was yeah. so great. That's so great. It is Man of La Manca. Uh, we, were all, we were all watching ter- Jerry. Sheesh. Uh, it was this moment where Jerry says, like, look at the thing. Like, we were all watching. We were all, <laughs> all looking watching. at it. Uh, the one they did Rawhide, I really enjoyed. 
uh, the Mountain Dew Mist. <laughs> oh, it yes. just looked, that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like Mist, the color of Mountain Dew. Which, you know, when, uh, when I was a much younger man, when I was in high school, if I could have just walked through a Mountain Dew Mist every morning on my way to school, mm-hmm. that would have actually a probably... sticky way to start your day. Maybe I would have gotten better grades. <laughs> yeah, I could, you could have been a different man. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the please don't damage it when he was fighting the, the Hydra. Oh, oh, please please don't damage it. he's so carefully he's so, fighting he's so it. ginger. Yeah. yeah and, and Crow's and whole, like, like, call by call. He's like, <laughs> if you couldn't, just do a, do a yeah. stabs in the designated area. Just that whole... <laughs> That whole producer bit was really good. Yeah, no, no, that was one of those things I wrote down. That was very funny. And, yeah, the uh, the Hydra clearly being saved for a different movie. Yeah. Maybe they even barred it over the over a weekend while the other movie was still filming. Oh, and they're like, you are not going to damage that Hydra. Yeah. Mickey Hargitay. I guess so. Keep those small, pointy nipples away from it. The other, the other bad joke that I thought that you would write down that I wrote down anyway, the Deja Mu. Oh, Deja Mu's good. Deja Mu. I, I, you know, I have another dumb joke. Okay. Philoteddy is gone. Where did he go? Philotadelphia. Nah, I that was I, a you really know, bad tel- one. Philotelphia. I, I blew the uh, bad joke. Philotelphia. I'm sorry. Look, I'm a connoisseur oh. of bad jokes. And when I get a bad joke wrong, that's worse than getting a good joke wrong. Because a bad joke doesn't really have much of a chance to succeed. And you really do it a disservice. And uh, Jason Blair liked when he bumped it and then took like ten steps to fall down. Yeah. Oh, do not the... fall down near the Hydra. Absolutely. All of the deaths in this yeah. and all of the like violence, all of it, it was just so goofy. Yeah. It was, it was so like gooey,ly goofy, just silly and and the slick with honey. The story very flimsy, and there was uh, one that I liked, which was you know character over explaining something. The comment from one of our pals in the theater was, thanks, Expositia. Uh, yeah, I, I like that and as well. And then, of course, they find the society founded by Busby Berkeley musicals because all the women have those swimming caps on. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she's coming on to him, the... the uh, I don't even know what the characters' names were. I'm really bad with that. It's totally But okay. because the names are so terrible. But the one who changes her face to look like Jane Mansfield briefly. Right. And when she's coming on to him, wow, you remembered. Because well, that's actually yeah, a well-known. Yeah, yeah, it's from legend. I like those legends. So I actually kind of had like a leg up on some of these names. It's from like history and stuff. They actually, they also call Achilles Aquilo. And yeah. I was like, come on, you guys. Yeah. It, it, also, yeah. there are subtitles. Like, yeah. you guys see that you're spelling it wrong. <laughs> Or they're saying it wrong. But when she's coming on to him, uh, the comment was, swipe left, swipe left. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, great. that's great. And, of course, the kissing scene. You taste like bad acting and garlic bread. Mm, that's for me. Mm. And then comments at the set look like Rainforest Cafe, which I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I haven't been to a Rainforest Cafe in quite a while. A joke that I love that was not particularly obscure for at least someone of mine and Jason Blair's generation Nine one one is a joke. Flavor Flavius was right, so that works on multiple levels. Because you shout out to Public Enemies, nine one one is a joke in your town, which in your town it might be. Uh, and then of course calling him Flavor Flavius. Yes. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I could just sort of swim around in a reference like that if you could only turn it into liquid. Mm, delicious liquid references. <laughs> Uh, there was a, a an arrow being shot at one point, and there was a very quick, for District 12! 
which I've <laughs> sat through all of those uh, Hunger Games movies. I don't think that they're terrible, but uh, I, my wife had read them, and we well, we saw them all. Let's she, put it that way. She thinks they're less terrible. She thinks that they're less terrible okay. than I do. That's yeah, good. where which is different than uh, how we went to see Twilight, and she thought it was just as terrible as I did. Oh, so good. yeah, we we learned a lesson there. Yeah. So, um, but there was a lot of bad kissing in the in the movie, yes. and for a real life husband and wife couple. I don't understand how Mariska Hargitay ever came about because there there's not a lot of heat and doesn't yeah the chemistry kitchen. isn't there no there's not but you know what I think uh, uh, I think that they they you know as soon as the uh, cameras go off that's, that's when, when it, it gets happens. it gets yeah, real they just have performance anxiety when it comes to that sort of thing yeah uh, a good a really obscure reference I liked was uh, they were all riding on horseback and they're like that was the day they invented the mummers which there's this thing in Philadelphia called the mummer parade which is just insane and fairly obscure uh, anything else from this whoa whoa sorry another favorite yes, because please, I please, see please. it on my screen how'd they get a purple river purple, purple rain. rain I like yeah. that too yeah I can't go wrong oh we had the garden of damned tree dudes which one of these is Nicolas Cage again? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, anyway, please. No, I, I, there was a lot of wonderful jokes in this one. Uh, I had that topless harpy bed when I was a kid. <laughs> um, just rub the Buddha when everyone's trying to rub the belly. Uh, I just love that moment of, I trust you implicitly in that moment. Like, uh, yeah. I forget which character says it, but it's just very like, oh, why? why? Stop. Please stop. <laughs> this is the bad, that's the bad person. And then feed my cat. Yeah. Feed My Cat is one of my favorite running jokes that I think they do it a bunch, but it's just also my, one of my favorite things life. for someone to yeah. say as they die. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you like my Teen Wolf cosplay was good oh, when there great. was sort of the... Uh, Bigfoot w- character w- w- yeah. thing? which he kind of Why? evolved a Bigfoot character from Cry Wilderness, which and I was just like, well, neither one of them are good Bigfoots, but I kind of want to see them wrestle. Yeah, you that'd know? be fun. I, my money is on Cry Wilderness Bigfoot, though, because he's a little bit more cagey, and you know he's going to fight dirty. Yeah, uh, Jason. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Jason's pointing out that uh, he's fascinated with the fact that uh, the leads are clearly not speaking English. It's yeah. being dubbed in a different language, and just that how that interesting, how interesting that is, and how do you know when a person you're acting with is done with their line? I think you just wait for their mouth to close. I guess. Which, so. by the way, is how Andrew and I do this show. Mm-hmm. It is actually we do the show in Swahili, and then it's dubbed into English. Right. Now you can talk. Now I'm allowed. <laughs> and uh, I, I, another one that I like that I wanted to throw in. It's like Iggy Pop and Phil Spector had a son choked by Ron Perlman. Oh, <laughs> that's that's one that you, you want to cork that, put it back on the shelf. Down, no, you know what? Put it down in the joke cellar. Let that sit in there for probably 20 years. And then when you uncork it, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. My kind of joke. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, there was also the, the shows have gotten a lot more musical as we've gone along. And yeah, I referenced obviously at the top that even flow because of how they, much they the, did a great purple hair song yes. segment that I enjoyed, and there uh, they did a whole chunk of the Beauty and the Beast song. Yes, they did which, again with our our friend the uh, the Bigfoot creature. Yeah, which what was that supposed to be? Well, I I, I think again that yeah. there's a Hydra on the set. There's a werewolf on the set. I think that there were other movies being yeah, made, and they're just this is what they. This is like, find. yeah, this is this is what we got. But uh, Jerry, can we use your Bigfoot costume? <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't the Bigfoot fight Hercules? When the they got uh, beef. <laughs> when the tree monster uh, grabs her, and they say, "That's how you contract Dutch Elm disease." <laughs> it's it tough, me. so tough. Oh, that death scene was extra bad. I thought. It was, yeah. it was just, it, he hugged her. And, like, I guess I appreciated that they were just kind of like, uh, oh, you crushed her spine. I was like, yeah. there's an explanation. 
Because it doesn't really look like any of that. Just like, yeah, oh, but by Hunter, the way, that, that tree done. was very angry. Oh, I mean, oh, just I imagine... Mean, if, I would be, too. If Dorothy and the Tin Man walked through those woods with those trees... It's a lot different yeah. Wizard of Oz. That'd be a very different outcome. Yeah. Very, a much shorter Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Toto oh. would be orphaned. Oh, sad. No, so Toto's sad. actually the one who gets the slippers. <laughs> I, <this laughs> that movie, I would see. I would see that movie. Yeah. Dorothy dies in the first ten minutes, and it's all about how Toto has to survive this horrible landscape. But that's neither here nor there. What were some of your favorite lines? Uh, yeah. Jason Blair's in the chat, but if you're watching the archive of this, please post in YouTube. And Jason, obviously, share more thoughts with us. Uh, Hercules versus Bigfoot would have sold a lot more tickets had they named it that. Yeah, but it's it's not really fair because that's that's such a small part of the movie. If they named it Hercules versus Bigfoot versus the Hydra? Yeah. Versus James Mans- Jane Mansfield? <sighs> All right, then this is basically that versus Batman versus Superman. Ooh, uh, now I'm, I'm in. Just, I'm just Fox trying to <laughs> office hit. Uh, there's two words for that: ka-ching. Boom. So I feel like we can close the book on Hercules, and I don't know. Maybe we'll get another Hercules. Maybe movie, we will. But I, I don't. I don't think so. You know what? I got to be honest. I like Hercules movies a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a well-tread territory, but it's a fun territory. You yeah, know I, mean? I mean, they've on the old version of the show, they did the the more classic Hercules movies mm-hmm. with Steve Reeves, and uh, but not the first couple. You know, these were sort of the the later on. I don't. Th- you know, the Planet of the Apes catalog must be too expensive because I've never seen them do any of the Apes movies. Mm. And obviously, the first one is actually a well-made movie. You know, sure, you got rubber monkeys. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, rubber apes. That's very yeah, speciesist they're, they're of me. Yeah, no, my apologies. I, you know, Good. we're going to have protesters and picketers outside. They're, they're already outside because <laughs> they knew. Yeah, but uh, I would love to see them do a uh, Planet of the Apes movie, one of the, especially like one of the the later ones. Yeah, I feel like they haven't done any Planet of the Apes movies lately. Yeah, but uh, there's time. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a genre that's well trod trod or tread trod. I like trod trod. Uh, another genre that I don't enjoy. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, my fun little uh, T-shirt, notwithstanding. You don't like I, kaiju movies? I don't love them. Oh, my. Okay. Because this is a pretty good example. Um, it's it's just, like, can't you spend a little bit more money? I'm glad for the sake of our enjoyment on Mystery Science Theater 3000. They did not. But... <laughs> To make yes. a better movie. And people who know me and have uh, heard my personal podcast, The Black Cast, over the last few years, I did, I, I could not understand why people liked the most recent Godzilla so much. Because he's in it for, I think, 12 minutes. Uh, that's and, okay. you know, Brian Cranston's in it for, like, 8 minutes. And so the things that you see on the movie poster are actually not in are the movie. Are not true. But uh, you get the guy who played Kick-Ass. And oh. he's married to the girl who plays Scarlet Witch in The Avengers. Oh. But they're brother and sister in The Avengers. So it really throws everything off. But anyway, we're not here to sell. We're not here to bury <laughs> Godzilla. We're here to celebrate him. Yes. In, in the form of the Young form Gary. Of Young Gary. <laughs> Young Gary. Young Gary, which sounds like. You, you know, know like, like his dad, Old Gary. Old Gary. <laughs> I liked that joke a lot. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. So we start off this one with Tiny Desk. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did like Tiny Desk. I well, loved Tiny Desk. And, of course, they had their uh, dream journal meeting, actually. Yes, yes you're right. And, you're right. Uh, what did you dream about, Crow? Electric sheep. Same old, same old. <laughs> Love that. I think that there might have been a, a dreaming of electric sheep joke earlier in the series. But, yeah, Tiny Desk seems great. Um, 
The okay, tiny other coffee, I feel like, is a... I, a, I love that. No, but honestly. I think it's a product that it's you should funny. possibly not consider keeping in your kitchen. Yeah. Uh, but Absolutely. no, I thought, I did think it was very funny. Very funny. And... That uh, was one of the one jokes that I was like, I'm, I'm going to put a little star next to this one. This one was extra <laughs> silly. And, you know, we'll talk about the movie in itself, but in a later segment they talked about how this movie made space travel look boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Jonah, as a space pilot, found that offensive. So... I love when he brings out his. I don't really puppets. Yeah, all little, little space music. Yeah, and, and he's talking about the, uh, some the astronauts' musical preferences. My mm-hmm. favorite was that Sally Ride would listen to Metallica's "Kill 'Em All" and some Iron Maiden and other albums, but secretly she had Spandu Ballet. Love it. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, that's for no one. That's for me. <laughs> that's for Sorry. you. Sorry, everybody. But you know what? It's it's out there. It's out I there. I am not taking it back. Nope. I'm going to set it free. And uh, the idea that uh, she was not a metalhead and Crow got very upset. That I thought that was funny. But yeah. People can have varied tastes. When they okay. start talking about the Woohoo song by Blur, which yeah. has a name, by the way, but everybody's like, you know. It's called the, the Woohoo, Woo-hoo song. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed that. And Do you know what its name is? Uh, song 2, I think. Yeah, it's, is called it's called the Woohoo song. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're absolutely right, yeah. Dave. <laughs> I you you uh, trapped me with that one. Uh, a gotcha. scene that a scene that we will talk about in a little bit inspired one of the host segments, which was Young Gary Nights, the Young Gary themed nightclub, where the friendly attendant will pour beer over your head. I think that that would be welcome in you know right up the hill, Universer, Universal, Universal Studios. Sure, I think a Young Gary themed nightclub is not too late. Oh, I absolutely, think, I think America is ready to embrace. It's finally time, or at least Korea. South yeah. South Korea. Wasn't this North- a North Korean movie? I don't think so. Okay. I don't I really don't get know. a North Korean vibe from this. Um, I thought they said that at some point, but I also oh, don't know. Yeah. Oof. I I I uh I couldn't tell by uh Icho's dress. Which, no, uh, yeah. And this- by dress I mean attire. Anyway. Uh so I, I thought that was good. And then We'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of the movie, but Jeez, they did Icho, not. They what did a character! Not, yeah, well, I do love Icho. that kid. But our our friends uh, Jonah Crow, Tom Servo, well, to some extent Gypsy, did did not respond well to the ending of the movie. Which oh my, me neither. Which we will talk. Oh, we're about. On a, yeah, we're yeah, we talked beforehand. Strong feelings. Why did you make us love young? Gary? They were so right yeah. about the like Werner Herzog like aspect yeah. of like and and life is very bleak and sometimes you must <laughs> see the thing you love die, writhing in agony, knowing that soon you will join him. <laughs> like oh okay. Yeah, I mean, why was he dancing? The joy only brings more sadness. Like, if it had happened like twenty minutes of movie time earlier, I think I wouldn't have felt it. But he starts dancing with a child. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's Michael Jackson in that Pepsi commercial back before Michael Jackson with kids seemed so weird. But (laughs) you know, in a wholesome way. I don't want to call out Young Gary for possibly doing something inappropriate with Icho. They're just friends, and uh, you know, Icho is like, do we have to? I feel like Icho represented me. Yeah, me too. Hashtag I am Icho. Like, and we, yeah. And I think this is like, this is part, this is more about the movie than about the, sh- the yeah, show we watch. Yeah, this is about the movie itself. But like, I agree. And I, and I love movies that have that aspect of like Pete's Dragon of like, oh, this is a child finding something wonderful, E.T. or whatever. And like, you know, uh, the, the society is like, that's a dangerous thing. You can't like that thing, child, and be its friend. The yeah. child's like, no, you just don't understand. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that. And I thought that they, like, basically didn't really 
there there were kind of a couple a couple movies going on in this movie. Yeah, because uh, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, Icho, we trust you to figure out how to make him itchy. Which kudos oh, and to he Icho. He did a great job. Yeah. But the the best is when Young Gary's sleeping, and he's just like, hey, hey, I'm like. That was your plan? That's yeah, that was the plan. And it's a great plan. It is a great it plan. Works. Because he's like, let me show you my moonwalk, Young Gary. Yeah. And, you know. Young Gary is feeling it. Icho, irresistible. Yeah. I love that little kid. Yeah, it was, he was a delightful character. Yeah. And, With uh, an itching ray? Like, come on. <laughs> that scamp. He's getting into some trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and But everybody is, of course used to it and uh gypsy had a great line you know his name is icho and he makes people itch good thing his name isn't puo i like when gypsy kind of pops in she she has some really great little one-liners again drive-by comedy which Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of so yeah uh the movie uh what you see a lot of times in these dub movies is how awkward it is to dub banter where people laugh and this happens a lot in your asian movies you know most of the ones that you see are japanese movies for sure and this is a korean movie but you have the same thing it's like oh we're all very happy at a wedding and we are going to talk about that and why aren't you married <laughs> yeah you no know, i it's it's wonderful because it's just such like a cultural like disconnect yeah. like we don't talk that way and no. so it's so funny for to watch people try to speak english with the same you know with the same patterns and like over the yeah. faces of people who are and clearly that's why not speaking english in so many dubs like japanese says. movies you you basically get the face like oh yeah, because exactly. it's like that's all you that's all you can really do, and uh, you know I was just like, all right, we're gonna be in it's gonna be a long ride with uh, these characters, and I love that the the husband and wife team that um, they kind of disappear for a while in the middle of the movie. He's like, remember us? We're main characters. I'm like, yeah, yeah. where have they been? Yeah. But I do like their. Uh, their honeymoon night that of course gets interrupted yeah. and she's it's, getting changed <laughs> and she's like guess who's dressed like your grandma I loved that I yeah. wrote that down too it was it reminded me of like The Rock the movie The Rock oh, yeah. where it's like oh well you just got married or whatever now it's time to go <laughs> yeah. you got a mission and I love the theory when uh, Icho and his name wasn't Leland or was it Leland or Le- whatever uh, the, the scientist guy who's was like not ELO? the astronaut yeah ELO? ELO yeah not ELO Electric Light Orchestra no but ILO. Yeah. ILO. And, I, I like and they developed the no. theory that uh, actually the kid is him and that he's his Tyler Durden. And I was like, Yes, I like that one too. That that really uh, kind of made the movie a little bit more of a head trip. Uh, when they started screaming Capsule. That was, that was, that was my, my favorite, favorite too. Because it just kept going. Capsule? Capsule! Yeah. Hey, did you try yelling Capsule? Sometimes that works. I feel like if we yell Capsule alone one time. Yeah, and then yeah. they just kept going back. And then, of course, the, the very last joke at the end of the movie is Capsule! Capsule! So, yeah, no, I'm I'm a huge fan of the running jokes. And, yeah. And we've also talked on the show that the, the rule of three in comedy does not apply to no, the show. No, no, the rule you of could, as much as possible. 300 is fine. You know, if you can get that many Capsules. And... I feel like the show being on Netflix, it's sort of like building it a little bit more possible to do a lot more callbacks to jokes from other movies. I don't totally. think we saw them in these two. But uh, but they have the power. Much like He-Man. Mm. That's one to grow on. So a standout one was the Shining Time Station's military industrial complex, <laughs> which that's the show where first Ringo Starr was the train conductor and then George Carlin show for kids with George Carlin and I believe Jason Blair will appreciate this I believe Shining Time Station is what inflicted upon the American continent that's this one 
Thomas the Tank Engine. I believe mm. that they brought little stories over from uh, jolly old England. Uh, yeah, of course, Capsule. Um, Capsule? Yeah, and I have one that I really liked that actually brings us to the jokes that you didn't get. I was going to say. Uh, by the way, first movie, I didn't have any. I didn't have any right. that I didn't get the first time. Did you well not done. have any in the first movie? In the first movie, I did not. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, and there are no question marks over here. Actually, the only question mark I had was, the, is, it, is it Bigfoot? Like, oh, is it yeah. Bigfoot or is it not Bigfoot? And, and I don't think you have the answer for me for that. Is he Sasquatch? Is he the Wendigo? Is he, a, yeah. is he some sort of chupacabra? Ah, we don't know. A, a prototype for a Wookiee, yeah, perhaps. A, a Greek chupacabra? Who knows? Right. Um, but in any case, <clears throat> I thought, uh, yeah, I got I, I got totally distracted. So you had a but couple that you didn't get. Yeah, two about things yes. that I didn't get. And I know both of them. Ha-ha. So the one first one, Toonces. Yes. Now, this was Sounds a, familiar. This was a great... Recurring sketch on Saturday Night Live. Okay, late that's, 80s, that is what it is. Toons is the driving cat. That's and what it is. It would always cut to footage. You know, so the joke would always be like, "Wow, he's really driving." I can't believe I didn't even know he knew how to drive. And there's a great song, "Toons is the Driving Cat," uh, which I I don't know. I don't know if if Cambot's there in the booth, but uh, I, I'd ask him to see if he could find the "Toons is the Driving Cat" song so that we could play it. But uh, I, I don't know something. You know, Cambot's very busy in other parts of the yeah. ship. Oh, no, uh, I got you. It's from Saturday Night Live, uh, so that might help it. But uh, there was one of the questions that they would always ask is, "How does he reach the pedals?" So there would always be the first <laughs> one that they did is Steve Martin was the host. I remember this very well because I watched. I would rewatch Saturday Night Live episodes sure. a lot. I love the sketches, and uh, he would drive the car for a little while, and then they realized, "Oh wait, he's actually he's a cat. He's a terrible driver." And they would always cut to stock footage of, of cars crash. falling I and exploding. Exploding, so that's why Toonses no was a great joke. Love it, so love that. SNL, what's your type in? Uh, Toonses, T O O N C E S, the driving cat, the cat who could drive a car. He drives around all over the town. Toonses, the driving cat. <laughs> is that see, the whole song? That is that talk? is indeed the song. But okay. I spoke it. I right. sort of did it more as did a spoken it, word he, he piece. Pulled kind of a Shatner. Uh, I could do an open mic yeah. of the Toonses theme. Oh, yeah, oh. it's tough with SNL clips because usually people just have to film their TV because <laughs> when you have, like, really nice uploaded clips, uh, yeah, NBC them pulls down. them down within, like, eight seconds. Yeah. But uh, we can we get a little bit of uh, Toonses. I know it doesn't it doesn't look great, but, uh, yeah, Cambot, if you could show our listeners just a little bit. The cat who could drive a car. He drives Yeah. Toonsis. Wow. And of course, the late great Phil Hartman there announcing uh, Toonsis oh, the Driving Cat. And uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, and that would always cut to the car exploding, which if if you get to a car exploding, you can cue it up to that and we'll, go, <laughs> we'll get back to it because... If you tune into this show, you come here expecting exploding cars. A certain cars. amount of explosions. Yeah. So if we have an exploding car, we We're will show it. We're here to yeah. deliver. And um, there, it was, it's, again, uh, obviously, the way I talk about the show, it's very clear. I'm a fan of dumb comedy, dumb jokes. Uh, Toons is the Driving Cat is a really dumb bit. In fact, we're about to see, yeah. So in a moment, we will show you the realization that Toonsis is not a good driver. <laughs> and, you know, you're not going to get this kind of coverage on the SNL after show. You have to come here for it. Because they don't do... Oh, Toonsies, you're such a bad driver. Oh, Toonsies. Oh, That's right. The SNL After Show talks about new episodes of the show, not oh, episodes from 28 years ago. But if you want to hear about 28-year-old episodes of SNL or 30-year-olds, you come, you come here. to me. Yeah. 
I I can do the entire we know what you William like. Shatner get a life speech. Yes. I mean you there. Look at you. Have you ever even kissed a woman? Hmm. Mm. Sad love it. Anyway, that's comedy. Beautiful. You've done it. So done it again. I love that we had a little... Uh, thank you, by the way, Camelot. That was uh, some thank great you. work on, on absolutely no notice. I should have known <laughs> that welcome. I wanted to uh, get to Tunes's, uh, but I didn't know you weren't going to know it. it. It's it's an age thing. Yeah, I think I if mean, you I, had watched us and I... I knew the name, but yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put a name to a face yeah. until now. Uh, so now Jason Blair says, now you'll never... The next thing you know, he, as in Andrew, will say he doesn't know, one, Dennis Miller was on SNL. Dennis who? And two, who Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer is. Is that a character that you're familiar with? Of course. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of those Ladies of and those gentlemen days. of the jury. I, I'm, just I'm just a, a caveman. caveman. Your world frightens, frightens and confuses me. me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Phil yeah. Hartman. And uh, yeah... Okay. You don't don't put my don't put yeah. my SNL hey, cred on he just, on he just didn't, on trial he just here. Didn't know tunes is. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. SNL and like I said, I knew the name, but they anyway. didn't all get turned into movies. Yeah. It, it's a lot easier Shit. to know the ones that get Cone turned into. Of shame. Even even it's Pat got turned into a movie. Stuart it's, Stuart Smalley got a movie. That's true. Senator Did Stuart, Stuart Smalley. Stuart saves his family. Movie? I've never seen that. I saw it in the theater. That's amazing. There were four people there. I was all of them. <laughs> that was the I'm not chumbling on different costumes. Sort of do a callback to an earlier episode. Anyway. I love that we just went down the spiral. You know, yes. when, when I do my personal podcast, the Blackcast, B L A D T C A S T dot com. Check it out. Uh, basically, it's an hour, sometimes an hour and a half of basically that. Like, okay, so I want to talk about this thing, and then, and then, then twenty then minutes later, it it's like, but anyway, as we were saying, yep. and it's a lot of you know me doing characters Getting from back SNL, to it. Yeah, sure. impressions of other people's impressions. I love it. So, so tune in for that. So yeah, please do. Hello. No, I'm not yep. gonna actually. Do there it. it is. That was just the guess one that word. impression. Yeah. Guess, oh, guess the impression, but no. Guess whose impression of right. impression I'm exactly. doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. All right. So tunes as you didn't know. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Right back to what else did you not know? Uh, the other one that I didn't know was Porkins. Now Porkins is one that you have to kind of dig a little deep on a very popular piece of pop culture. Oh, okay. He's one of the pilots. That uh, attack the Death Star and gets oh, blown up. Oh, okay. And he's, so I, he's, okay. he's he's the fat one because the fat Porkins. one is always named like Porkins. Tiny yeah. or Porkins or you know I mean that's always <sighs> the joke. There there was uh, thank you Jason Blair. Yep, that was my Jay Moore as Christopher Walken nice. because he's heard me do it before. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. he's heard it. So if he ever wants to hear my impression of Norm Macdonald's impression of Quentin Tarantino, that's entirely Ooh, possible. That's yeah. a fun, that sounds like a fun one. Okay, so like, what else was it in the movie that? No, what else did you like in the movie? <laughs> you know, I liked I, I liked a lot about the movie. Actually, I thought it was really fun. There was a moment where they were like, uh, "Oh, I bet Neil deGrasse Tyson has a problem with this Earth too." <laughs> I, I wrote that down. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. Um, what was it? What does it say? No something. No. Oh, no deaths today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a, some great uh, commentary on the camera work. Pan, pan, zoom. Pan, pan, and zoom. Then yeah. the secondary comment within that was just put a kink song underneath it and you'll have a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, exactly. I love Wes Anderson very, movies. But, but that's also a very spot true. on yeah. critique, yes. Ask your doctor if acting is right for you. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. great. Take one thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Just take one. And the realization of that, you know, that we got the photographs of Young Gary. So they were like, Young Gary's coming out. And uh, Tom Servo says, Good for him. Good for him. That yeah, yeah. was just perfectly That's timed. Cute. Yeah. Uh, not Godzilla. Not in the horn and the hips. <laughs> Loved that. Uh, Seoul was a model city back then. <laughs> yeah. Works on two levels. Yep. Um, no, no mercy or interest. 
love yeah, that. That was good. And we talked about how there's a lot of musical references. I, I strung together three of them. So there was uh, Thin Lizzy's Boys Are Back in Town. The Tanks Are Back in Town. And again, another Alice Cooper, School's Out. School's Out. Korean. Love that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Low Rider. Should be driving faster. Mm-hmm. So I uh, loved all those. That building looks excited. Really got me. <laughs> And that uh, building did look very exciting. The, the first time Whoa! young Gary, the first time young Gary gets electrocuted, he's like, "My Fitbit. Now I won't be able to count my steps." <laughs> loved that. I loved that. Go. I'm out of dialogue. That was <laughs> so funny. After he repeats the exact same lines. Yeah. Let's talk about. We referenced it from one of the host segments. The um, weird um, party slash bar scene. Do you feel like that was? another movie that just happened to infringe its way upon this movie because kind of. I mean they were clearly Korean people but I was like I well, mean the one where he was like eating the meat with his hands yeah and then he poured was, the beer on the guy's head yeah it was interesting I mean it was not part of the same movie no Crow has a good observation you can't mash potato your problems away you know because the it was I guess supposed to look like this is the degradation of society when a giant monster is roaming through your city look at how terrible it gets it's like I've been to like seventh grade parties that were kind of like that. You yeah. know, you pour beer on somebody's head. You know, you know, you get eaten by a monster. Sad, sad. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jimmy. No. Uh, what else you got uh, there? Um, I loved. Uh, they were like, oh, the, the body language of that monster isn't uh, scary. It's like, why won't you be my friend? I also, <laughs> I totally agreed with and loved that. I love that they kept pointing out um, uh, Korean actors who looked like other American actors, like John Waters. John Waters. I have that. one. That's the yeah. one. And then there was yeah. another one with uh, was um, what's his name. Uh, Justin Long. Yeah. Like a Justin couple, Long a couple of them. They were just like, yeah, yeah. it's this guy. Yeah. Um, um, there was a great commentary that uh, Godzilla is a parable of nuclear war, whereas mm-hmm. Young Gary is a parable about copyright infringement. <laughs> True. Yeah. I loved the. This is the, uh, quite a palate cleanser of a shot. It's like the sorbet of a shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Buddy Love reference from uh, uh, Nutty Professor. Yes. Um, oh, and there was an earlier uh, when Icho's first in the the uh, laboratory. Yeah. Sorry, that word definitely eluded you know, me. That's what happens when you get in your forties, Jason. Sometimes a word that you know the word, just it's not there. So welcome to the club, like I said. Anyway, uh, and he says, now eat your flubber. So we get uh, we get two <laughs> Nutty Professor references. I guess the, I don't know. The, yeah, there's, those are the same movies. See, again, now I'm yeah. overthinking everything. Uh, uh, I loved the kaiju think you can dance. That yes, was so silly. Yes, the kaiju think you can dance. Uh, I like when... Uh, young Gary's starting to, you know, have trouble walking around, and they point out that it's like the end of a James Brown concert where, you know, they put the cape on him and <laughs> and, and all that, and there was some good. Uh, there was also another semi-musical one where one of the characters is one of the military guys goes, <laughs> and of course it's followed up with, wipe out. Mm. <laughs> Love That's that. great. Yeah. I loved, uh, this insurance doesn't cover acts of Godzilla. <laughs> uh uh, oh, when you talked about the saying that the Korean actors look like you know American actors, one was very obscure comedian Dom Herrera. So yeah, we no, saw him. He said, yeah. said Dom Herrera, and I, I was know, like, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a favorite. You know, I didn't have anything to look up in this one either. I'm getting better. You're getting so good. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, when and just the death sequence. Yeah. I think I think we're there now. I think we're there, but I'm going to yeah. throw in one more because it's. Uh, when Icho has the itch ray, and he we referenced before how he goes up to young Gary, say hello to my itchy friend. Now, <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. I, I liked that they, they put forth that, like, what if he just had a, like, oh, the, the actor just had a scorpion in his costume. It was actually the, <laughs> no, no one understood. No one yelled, yelled cut. 
But when we get <laughs> to the sad. fact that we're in this movie and they do make us kind of find him a little bit endearing at right. the end. He's dancing with Icho. But then they just blow him right up. And, okay, you kind of knew that was coming, but as they asked in the final segment of the show, the final host segment, why did they have to let him bleed out? Yeah. Like, very graphically. Super graphically. And I think Crow pointed out, it's the reddest blood I've ever seen. And also, like, the tail, like, flailing. Yeah. Like, he has death throes. It's really upsetting. He's twitching. Like, this, oh, it's so This upsetting. is the first, oh, first ever monster movie slash snuff film. And I, yeah. for one, do not stand for it. No, I don't either. You're I not allowed young, to just kill honestly, monsters on camera. Young Gary deserved better. And, you know, he yeah. deserved better conceptual design to not just be a cheap Godzilla, but, you know, uh, yeah, we definitely, oh, this was a comment that they said, we don't need the seven stages of Young Gary's death, you know? Yeah, he really didn't. Yeah. Um, this might have also, this is after that moment, this might be the first ever that I'm aware of in all the years of Mystery Science Theater 3000, the first ever Baba Booey Howard Stern reference yeah. from a crowd of people. And I might be wrong. So if I am wrong, please someone tell me because people will definitely tell me. And then they start planning a wedding at the end. And that sort of ties it all together because you can tell his sister is going to be a real bridezilla. You mean bride Gary. Nah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and then of course they're trying to get everybody inside. Hey, these young Gary burgers aren't going to eat themselves, which just reminds <laughs> me. You know, and of course. Just like the other dinosaurs movie we saw where they yeah, and the final food Good night! From Young Gary, capsule. They all say capsule. Capsule. And you know was, we don't we don't always talk about the sting, which is after the credits, the last like few mm-hmm. second scene. Uh, this one, it was Young Gary dancing, and so it just reminded me. It, it made me cry all over again. It was, yeah. it was it was, it was, it was like, a beautiful moment. It was hashtag too soon, but yeah. you know it's sort of like you know at the Oscars when you have someone sing like I will remember you. Yeah, and, and, and then, then you, you see you the say pictures. Young Gary. That actually would have been very funny if it had been like Young Gary. Oh. I don't know what year the movie was made. Yeah. Poor Young Gary. And then, yeah. Young Gary will return in nothing because he's dead. (laughs) He just made me sad. Well, I mean, look, it's been a a tough couple days. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I think that we got a great song out of it, though. And I like when Kinga and TV Son of TV's Frank join in on the song. Yeah, I I like the weird, just the weird vocalizing at the end there. Yeah, that's perfect. But I thought it it was a great song, you know, know, and... uh, I think it was, what do you do when a movie hurts too much? I actually, that's not the, the worst of the song, but that was the point. Anyway, there were so yeah. many jokes through throughout the way. Kaiju hostile is what Jason says. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, basically. It was torture porn, yeah. yeah. So, by Ka- the way. Kaiju saw. I, we might have to edit this part out and so we can take that idea and pitch it around yeah. town. Kaiju hostile? Kaiju Are you hostile. kidding? Like Godzilla's Godzilla. got a real wicked streak. Yeah, because he's and he's well, no, but he's actually going to check into the hostel. I think. Oh, okay. So the kaiju are on spring break. Okay, and, and they're going to yeah. they're going to Cabo. Yeah, and they they've heard about this place that there's like a you know there's a little Airbnb you yeah. know they can go to. Like, Oh, but there's no Wi-Fi because you know you always have to explain. Right. These it's kind of out of the way, movies. but it's yeah. right on the beach. Because once everybody basically had a supercomputer inside their pocket, you always have to explain reasons why you can't call for help. Exactly. You know, and sometimes they over-explain. It's like, well, once you get on the other side of the bridge, there's no signal. Yeah. I have to get to the other side of the bridge. Anyway. Yeah. Just put them in space. That's so, always a good reason. I think we're going to leave it on Kaiju Hostel. Yeah. But. Uh, 
in guys, a good way. As our friend Kevin that was, Those were a really good a couple episodes. Yeah. I really enjoyed them and, a lot. You know, we're getting a lot later into the season, though. Yeah. You know, there's only a few more left. I believe there's 14 total. But that's how much I don't look ahead. I don't want to know the titles of the movies no, until I start totally to watch right. them. you're totally right. There are 14. And, okay. I thought there were 14. So uh, we'll have a few more episodes of the show. And we will be back next Friday at noon Pacific. Ha-ha. That's this many Eastern. Wait, no, that's six. That's three Eastern for those watching on YouTube. Thanks to our pal Jason Blair. And happy birthday again. And everybody who is watching after the fact. Please comment on the archive version on YouTube, or if you're listening on iTunes, in addition to liking, rating, commenting, five stars. This is definitely a five-star Mr. Science Theater after show. Yeah. And you can also tweet us at MST3KABTV. I'll come up with a joke about what 15 is. I already had the Yum Yum Dozen, so we need one more. Yeah. And I'll have a new joke. But uh, anyway, thanks to everybody. Uh, for Andrew Mena, at Andrew Mena. Mm-hmm. Find I'm, me on the Twitter. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Capsule! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.